What's up, everybody? I'm excited about today's show. I've got the one and only Kyle Turley from the NFL on my show. He's best known for the 2001 incident in which he ripped off an opposing player's helmet and tossed it downfield, playing a key factor in his team losing the game, but also earning the respect of many Saints fans for his defense of his quarterback. This is one interview you won't want to miss. Five, four, three, two, one. medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant-based medicine. This is the Good Dude Grow 2.0. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Dudes Grow 2.0. I am excited, actually ecstatic, and I am Honored to have my next guest on the show. He's a 10-year veteran NFL badass, a cannabis advocate for first responders to get access to cannabis, especially police officers, also athletes to actually help treat TBIs and pain. He's also an entrepreneur. And from what I've seen lately on his Instagram, he might also be the next country award music award winner for 2022, Mr. Kyle Turley. Kyle, thank you for coming to my show. Man, I appreciate it. It's really good to be with you. Thank you. Hey, listen, before we start, I want to uh, apologize to you. Uh, I kind of Facebook stalked you for the last year or so. <laughs> uh, after I saw your, your your interview and your story on weeds with uh, Dr. Gupte Sangucha, it, it it's what propelled me to try and find out more about cannabis and how it can help my daughter get off opiates. And unfortunately, before it came legal in the, the southeast here in Florida, she ended up passing away from an overdose. But your story propelled me into the whole cannabis and how it can help first responders and people with pain. So thank you very much. Apologize for, for stalking you, but I appreciate your story because it's driven me to a bigger passion, bigger vision. Yeah, not at all. I, I, I truly appreciate that introduction and um, that story. I'm you know, sorry that uh, you lost your daughter. That's you know, unfortunate and it's, uh, just doesn't have, has to ha- it doesn't have to happen. We don't, we don't have to be this way. We don't have to live this way. And that's all I'm trying to, you know, let people know about, you know, I've dealt with uh, a lot of, a lot of things. I mean, you know, it's not just the loss of a career, the, I got to figure it out again thing. You know, these are real things that happen to this brain behind here. And this brain requires that you give it cannabis, as it turns out, to the science, not to my opinion or anybody else's opinion. And, you know, there is a patent that is out there on cannabinoids as neuroprotectants. Um, and so from making the right decisions uh, in taking a medication, uh, cannabis is the answer. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, the cannabinoid system is what it's about. It's not about this plant. And uh, uh, if we would you know, get to that part of this conversation, then we wouldn't have to take these, you know, you, the, the, the reefer madness people that want to keep it from us could even say you could say, all right, fine, let's give it up. Uh, but we're also going to give up all these pharmaceuticals because we don't need those either. Okay. Right. You can access stem cells and cannabinoids from a human body, your own human body. 
You, could, you have the ability. We have cannabinoids all in us. And we don't need these medications out here killing us. And that's what happened to me, drove me to cannabis. And, and that's why we're here. You know, I mean, this conversation has expanded to where we've been able to push a needle that hasn't been pushed on this plant uh, in uh, since the 1930s. Right. Exactly. And so it, it, it's been actually written that you had over 100 concuss- concussions in your total 10 year career. So you were put on a lot of medication in your career and that's how kind of like your career ended. Is that correct? Am I, am I, am I far from that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I played in uh, over a hundred NFL football games and as a lineman who is on the football field for, you know, 60 to 70 plus plays uh, during an NFL football game uh, during an era that, you know, you was unbridled by any standard, uh, you know, of where we see the game today. So I, I don't think you have to be too smart of a person. I don't think you got to be that intelligent to understand that you received at least one concussion a game. Uh, so that's where that came from. I have uh, two or three documented concussions from the NFL, um, which is still even a rarity uh, that do- uh, concussions weren't even documented. Uh, for the most part back then, I, I guess I just lucked out into being around decent doctors that cared to make a note because I started having a lot of other issues going on. Uh, you know, episodes of vertigo um, became frequent. And um, these things were very confusing to me and everybody else because at the time when these things started, uh, I had never even used cannabis so or pharmaceuticals to a, any you know significant degree. Um, and so th- these were true signs of neurological damage um, that that was occurring um, in my brain. Uh, they, they just chose not to tell me about that till you know we had to push a, 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 a lawsuit against them to acknowledge this brain disease CTE. Right. And when you started using cannabis, there's a there's an interesting story. And that's that's part of the weed story. When you started, you basically physically had to illegally. I hate to use really. You had to drive across state lines to actually get it. Is that true? Well, I, I, just, I found, you know, certain strains and certain right. strains were very medicinal to me um, and of unbelievable value. So when I found certain people growing these strains, um, I, I, you know, I, I made myself make sure that I went and got that consistency. Um, and so in Nevada, um, ran into some partners and some friends out there that were, you know, participating and in, in had a business out there cultivating and they were cultivating uh, this XJ13 strain. Um, Jack Herrera is another strain. Um, SFVOG. And as it turns out, all of these strains have uh, very uh, similar terpene profiles, which is where, you know, you really find a lot of the healing. And that's why, you know, we've been able to do this in cannabis, um, you know, taking out all these different cannabinoids to be able to provide this resolution for these ailments and uh in these strains you know lies that 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 magic um and that's what happened to me so uh you better believe that no matter how far it was i mean i'm in tennessee right now i'm in nashville i live back here now so uh i gotta go back to california and i have to come back here and be a criminal because uh you know of uh state line thing, you know, this is not a state line, states rights, uh, uh, city council right to ban this or 
somebody's opinion shouldn't matter in this conversation. This is a healthcare issue, and we need to start standing up for it as such more than what we've already done, which has completely moved the needle. If, if anybody was to say that a couple of, uh, you know, what would be considered pothead uh, jocks um, were, you know, to move the needle on cannabis, not just football, just athletes in general have changed this conversation. You have a number of athletes out here. We would still be in the dark ages as they want to put this continually in the court of reefer madness, you know, uh, versus the hippies and this, this, you know, conversation of semantics that goes nowhere. Right. And what you're saying is, do you still feel now that even though we've pushed a needle further from the last couple of years, do you still feel that cannabis is still getting a bad rap from everybody, even though all the legalization is coming through? It's endless. Uh, yeah, I just put on my news ticker today, right? Every morning, right? We get up and do the news. And, uh, you know, Dr. Phil's out here with a story. Uh, and I've been on this guy's show and just completely talked about the, you know, and exposed the value of cannabis. I've been on the doctor's. Ben, obviously, you saw me on the Weeds episode with CNN. Um, These people are a joke. It's pathetic how you can completely just destroy these people when you talk to them about cannabis, the cannabinoid system, the importance of it. These people have gone to medical school for I don't know how long, and I don't have a degree from San Diego State. But yet, you know, I'm able to go on these shows and really destroy these guys, even Dr. Phil and this whole conversation of COVID. I said, ah, well, CBD is an unbelievable applicant here to resolve COVID and not allow you to die and keep you alive, allow you to work through this. It's a 99.9% survivable virus. This is something that you need to build immunities for. Uh, and now it's being proven that that's the case. Uh, and that everybody who decided to not, you know, go down the road of taking, you know, not, not just the jab, just anything like Regeneron or any of that crap. That's all just synthetic garbage. And if you trust cannabis and natural means of, of getting your body healthy, uh, there, there's nothing unless you have some type of severe infection you know, uh, that's the only pharmaceutical you should be taking is any kind of antibiotic for uh, any wound or uh, abscess tooth or um, anything. That's the only pharmaceutical you should be taking. And then, and at, at, at most, you know, as if you use cannabis, you should really only probably use penicillin. It's it's a natural compound that's developed out of mold spores. So um, all these other things are very synthetic and have a potential very serious side effect uh, in dealing with your brain. Um, that, that's something I, I can attest to 100 uh, percent. And if I, it wasn't for cannabis and that shift um, of using cannabis only. Um, to the pharmaceuticals out there, I wouldn't be here today. That's just the straight fact. Right. And it's funny that you said that about, about COVID and everything else, not to get political and everything else. I was fought, like I said, I was Facebook, Instagram stalking you. And I heard the FDA sent you a letter saying, hey, listen, you need to stop saying this This can help. And before you tell your side of the story, this, I'll let you know, I'm a first responder listen, I didn't get any days off. I worked through COVID. They didn't know what was going on. I was around patients all the time. I attracted COVID. I have a CBD company. 
I just said, you know what? I'm going to eat healthy, put more CBD into, into my body, keep healthy, see what happens. And within four to five days, I was done. Yep. Completely done. But the FDA is going after you going, listen, dude, you need to stop saying this stuff because it's not true. Am I correct? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was really crazy. I mean, I, I you know, I say I've, I've been saying cannabis cures everything for the last 10 years or more. Um, why would I stop at COVID for God's sake? I mean, this is ridiculous. It's a minor virus. Uh, please. Um Give me an ounce of weed and some papers. I'll smoke it out and it'll prove, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to anybody out here. I was helping people, saving them with CBD. I was putting it out there. If you get COVID, uh, send me the positive test. I'll send you a month's supply of CBD. Every one of those people, over 25 plus people or more, 20 plus people between 20 and 30, uh, under 30, um, have I have all of the evidence. I have everything from them, their positive tests, all of their written statements back to me. I got it ready and waiting for any of these people when they decide to have the conversation, but they won't. They won't. They refuse to have the conversation. Instead, they sent me a letter from and prodded the FDA to send me a letter, which I in which I did nothing wrong. Um, we we did nothing wrong as a company. The ads we were putting out was simply stating that CBD benefits your immune system, which it does, uh, and that you can battle against Corona and COVID. Uh, you know, who, who, who thought or knew that, you know, we would be rolling into 1984 uh, in, you know, live and direct uh, with this whole stupidity. But apparently a few people did. And they really were in fear of the message that I was getting out there with cannabis. And they still are. There are a number of studies that have come out since that have proven me right, which I knew, and that were already there. But new studies that erupted since COVID on CBD alone, and every one of them speaks to cannabis and CBD specifically being able to address COVID-19 and battle against it, not allow, not let people die. They all survive. Everybody's going to be fine. It's okay. You'll have the sniffles and, you know, a little cough and chest cold. And, uh, you know, you're going to be tired and worn down for a couple weeks. And maybe you're going to lose your sense of smell and taste, but you're not going to die and you're going to get over it. Okay, because that's what we've done here as humans for the last, I don't know how many millions of years that we've been on this rock. So, you know, again, it was uh, also the industry, Um, a couple people in the industry that seemed to be very interested in COVID's agenda um, really came after me. And a couple people that are out here in this game that own CBD companies that were competitors, this, that, and the other, they tried to take it as a shot saying that I'm trying to, you know, I I don't know if it was a competitive thing where they were getting jealous that I was having this platform for my CBD company of saying, you know, this is totally capable of dealing with this minor virus that's 99.9% survivable. Uh, Boost your immune system. It's the best chance you got is empowering your cannabinoid system. And these people who I have spoke with at conventions on these topics about everything else, they were the instrument in prodding the FDA, tweeting out, tweeting out. I mean, I... I just don't even want to mention their names. And then the things that I heard from people in the industry, even trying to come after me, 
from other people calling me at media outlets from media outlets saying the head of this company is trying to come after you, Kyle. I'm like, what? This is a cannabis company. What the F is going on here? How are these people getting it wrong with what understanding this plant and what its ability is and power is? Okay. And it was a complete scam that, that I got a direct letter from the FDA. That's going on my wall one day. As soon as I, I we just moved back to Nashville here. It's going to be up on my wall here very soon. <laughs> my letter from the FDA. I, I mean, I, I'm still, it still blows my mind how we have, we have a plant that could, like you say, cure a lot of stuff and help a lot of people. And that people will still throw other people under the bus just for that final financial gain instead of actually letting them help. Letting the plant help people. And that comes to my next thing. And I know you put a post the other day for uh, Officer Eric Swagger, one of your friends you went to high school with. And this is where I'm passionate about, of getting the ability. And this is what I deal with every time. And I'm in the process of talking to my union right now about getting us allowed getting access, whether it's to cannabis, uh, medical cannabis, or at least a high CBD, low THC without losing, uh, without failing a drug test, losing our careers, losing our pensions, something that can help us. You're, you see the same thing. We as first responders feel like we're in the same avenue as you guys as athletes. We're tactical athletes. We use our body for our living, our body and our mind. And unlike what most people don't understand, it's a 20, 30 year career of basic, excuse the language, shit we see every day. So why can't we use a natural plant like you're saying to help us sleep, to help us recover from stuff, to help our bodies do it? And you, you created that platform and you've sent out a little post and I wanted to send my condolences to you as for losing a friend and to the, the, the family of Arrogant Swagger. And why do you feel that first responders really need access to this as well? Um, well, I mean, just, I mean, the experience I've had, the experience I've had has proven to me and how this can help with pain and cognitive issues. So from anything that you're dealing with, with uh, an injury or an illness, you're going to be prescribed a medication. And, you know, at the end of the day, all of these synthetic medications have severe consequences in long-term use, and some are immediate, uh, these negative side effects that occur from taking these medications. So from my personal experience of knowing firsthand how I can eliminate, take like 12, 12, this is 10, okay? Add two more, 12 different bottles of pills and just go, bye, gone, okay? These were for 20 plus years, these things added up over my sports career, um, all the injuries from surgeries, everything else, and then dealing with this brain thing that is, it's inevitability from, from playing the sport of football, from any head injury, as it turns out. And then just seeing my personal experience replicated in everybody else that I've exposed this to, including my father, who was retired police chief, and he had to retire because he blew his hip out, getting out of a car, stepped in a big pothole and blew his old football injury out and, you know, he's old anyway. So they put him to pasture and retired him. And, uh, you know, he went back to go trucking, uh, because he felt so good on the CBD I was giving him that he actually failed the drug test because I was giving him a full spectrum product because he was retired. And he calls me up and he tells me, Kyle, I tested positive for marijuana. 
I'm like, what were you doing? Why are what are you for where? You're supposed to be retired. I felt so good and amazing. I, it worked immediately. I was up running around. I went out to get my trucking job back. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you could have done that. You should have talked to me. We could have given it a few weeks, let you bleed out, you know, sweat it out and uh, hydrate you a bunch before he went and take a drug test. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, and since then, he's had an unbelievable recovery, um, learning how to use CBD, went back into trucking, still using CBD, understanding you can stay away from the THC and the drug tests and all these other things. But, you know, the experience that you can give someone with a full plant is undeniable. Um, and so now you hope that uh, and one good thing is in California right now, they just put out that uh, there is no limit to the THC amount in a person's body. It doesn't prove impairment. Um, so, you know, somebody like me who uses it constantly and I'm completely it helps me, it makes me more functional, in fact. I couldn't drive prior to being able to use cannabis from light sensitivity and this fear and threat of vertigo happening at any moment, which happened uh, multiple times while I was driving prior to having this, you know, uh, resolution in cannabis. And um, all of these factors, again, and then dealing with the everyday real world problems. I'm married. I got kids. I deal with the real world like anybody else. And it's nothing in comparison to what cops and firemen have to go through in dealing with the real world in that they're called upon for these crazy scenarios and situations that happen constantly. I have to deal with it on a smaller scale in my house when, you know, my Christmas lights don't work after I line them all up and <laughs> put them on the fence to, you know, my kid coming home and not cleaning his room and these things that that really are are big, massive things that can get out of control in a bad brain really quickly. Um, fighting with your wife, uh, just bills, this, that, and the other business, you know, with business partners. Um, you know, we, we've got a very serious problem out here from uh, our police forces, our military, uh, first responders, firemen, everybody that deals with EMTs um, that are out here driving these ambulances come up on these horrific incidents and are called upon to, you know, at times, you know, go into action. Uh, and then just the, the head injury in and of itself from the everyday person that just falls uh, th these things create damage that synthetic medications should never be applied to. Um, uh, any kind of trauma, PTSD, should never be addressed with a synthetic medication. Those things only create bigger problems, mask what's going on, and never allow you to deal with it. Cannabis allows you to completely compartmentalize every little thing in front of you. As long as you know what you're using and how to use it, this plant is the savior. It is, you know, what this is. And this is your endogenous cannabinoid system. And when you can figure it out and unlock this system inside of you and understand how to operate it, the things to give it, I, I got way more life uh, than I was expecting to have um, just seven, eight years ago. Right. Let me get your point of view. And I want to re-unpack re what you just said about the, the everybody being able to do stuff. Um, 
The biggest issue we're having with most with the we're having right now is, like you said, the impairment level with the THC and everything else. There, you you take THC products, you're not confused, foggy, dull, unable to perform, unable to do anything. It's not impairing you from doing stuff that you have to do. Correct. <laughs> In fact, the opposite. You know, it, it empowers you. It gives you clarity. Again, you can choose the things in cannabis that get you high and put you on the couch and make you hungry and do nothing and forget about your problems. And you can do that. And you should be able to do that. We're in America, for God's sake. And why not? If this is your life and you have to live it and there are things going on around you that are really hard to deal with, why shouldn't you be able to just choose that route? Yeah, that's fine. Or you're a kid growing up and you just whatever you're you, you just don't get it right and so you're doing that you'll figure it out i would rather have kids doing can, using cannabis than getting into the alcohol and pills that they're getting into because they're so readily and easily accessible um and that just perpetuates so many problems in our society that uh you know we, if anything the the stigma behind cannabis should be completely you know, redirected towards those. And these people should completely shift and uh, you know, pivot from where they're going in this allowing alcohol and all these other things. You know, you, you, you look at the problems and the, the fight that cannabis has had to try and, you know, get an opportunity. And, and, and it's just so crazy to think where we are and where we came from. And, 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 you know, where we're at today with this whole conversation, you know, truly needs to advance to the degree where our police officers, our first responders. I mean, in Israel right now, uh, in the field, uh, soldiers are prescribed cannabis. They're allowed to smoke cannabis in the battlefield. Um, they use this and they apply it in Israel constantly in medical situations. Cannabis is applied in the hospitals. Uh, for COVID-19, even they were putting cannabis in the hospitals for COVID-19 patients. Um, the, the, you know, it, 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 we, we continue to uh, get sucked into this conversation of, of, you know, that we need more time. We need more time. But we, we don't. We've had all the time that we need to see that big pharma has killed over 13 million Americans. And that is just completely unacceptable to me in that, you know, there's a substance like cannabis out here that has no death rate attached to it. I mean, all these things that are continuing to come about with cannabis that are real showstoppers. You know, you, you have the only neuroprotective substance on the planet, cannabinoids. No other patent exists. In the United States or any other government agency, scientific group that's filed a patent on anything, uh, any pharmaceutical company filing a patent on a medication, not one. The only neuroprotective patent that exists in the world is on cannabinoids, and it's filed by the United States government in 2006. Okay? Long enough for them to have done a few studies on this. On top of that, another statistic that cannabis has the opportunity to ride on is another shocker. Not one death attributed to cannabis in the history of the world. OK, so 
Um, all of these things that should say, you know, whoa, reverse, let's start giving everybody marijuana. Let's put it in liquor stores. Let's put it in the grocery store. Let's put it everywhere so people can make the choice. That's the fear they have. That's the fear. In California, I see it firsthand as a business operator in cannabis. The taxation is out of control and they are clearly doing it to tax out all the small business owners, all the people that are, you know, struggling to pay those bills for their corporate interests to take it over. And, you know, people are doing their best to try and stay in that game. And it is uh, getting really scary. Um, the direction that they're continuing to take. But at the same time, they're taking that direction, ironically, so that the pharmaceutical companies can own it. You look at CVS, all these, they just settled right in the big pharmaceutical opioid scandal, Walgreens, CVS, uh, Walmart, all these. uh, Look at their logos now. Look at CVS's logo. It's a plant. Now it's a plant. And they're selling CBD in there. And they've got uh, every one of their executives are all in the cannabis companies. And before you know it here, I truly believe that they have a very sinister plan to put every one of the marijuana pot shops out of business. And that this then with their patents becomes a medicine. And so we'll see where that goes. But. You know, the, the, the trains down the road, down the tracks, whatever. Uh, and too many people are making too much money right now. Um, and hopefully the banking act comes through and it'll change it all. Right. Definitely. And the, the cool thing that, that we just said, and this is what I want everybody to understand who's listening, is basically people like Kyle, people like myself, we're not – of course, we got to make money to actually get good products, but we're not in it just for the money. We're in it for people's health. And we're not teaching, like you said, we're not, you should have the choice whether you want to sit on the couch, smoke, smoke as much as you want, eat as much smart as you want. But professionals like professional athletes, entrepreneurs, those who have those, those issues, first responders, they're not looking to take this product to eat a bunch of chips and Doritos on the couch. They're looking at to actually extend their career and actually have a life after their career. And that's the biggest thing that that was not I wanted to get you on my show. And I wanted to talk about it. Talk to me a little bit more about the company you have going on right now, Revenant. Yeah, we started this company um, earlier this year, uh, May, I think it was. Uh, We launched in June. Um, It had been something in the works to try and navigate and get out and and produce here for over a year. But um, we've got a brand out there in the cannabis space. It's out in all, you know, as many shops as we're trying to get into in California. Um, And uh, as we succeed in California, we'll then replicate that across the country. We've got other states in line. We've got um, deals we're talking with other providers with in these other medical marijuana states, um, full recreational states. Um, but uh, our focus is fully on California right now. I've got myself, Jim McMahon, Evan Britton, four po- podcast hosts of Mike Tyson's uh, Hot Boxing, um, NFL player, you know, Jim McMahon, Super Bowls, myself, um, three real, you know, strong NFL players and three different eras of football that um, we've come together through advocacy and really fighting for this plant. Originally came together a concept I had called the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition. And and we really went around to all these conventions in the beginning and got on the stages, told our stories, added our likenesses, the 
conversation and um, gotten some news, you know, cameras and uh, people around it and uh, made some headway. Obviously, we're here and the NFL doesn't test uh, or uh, suspend players for cannabis anymore. They still test, unfortunately, uh, but they seem to want to know why people are using cannabis and what they're using maybe uh, at this point. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, once the doors open, they can't shut it because, um, you know, it, it's, it's just that powerful. And the experience is that undeniable of how cannabis works better than these pharmaceuticals. And more and more players are going to continue to, uh, stand up and, you know, fight for it because the pills, they have a shelf life. They have a shelf life in their dates that they give out, uh, uh, and how you should, you know, when you should take them and how throw them away. And they also have a shelf life and when they're effective. And that's why you can continue to take over and over and over again, more and more and more pills because they just don't work and they create right. more problems. Your body then just uh, gets ravaged by these side effects that are very, very real on the sides of these bottles and in these commercials that they get to parade around TV with and all, you know, meanwhile, our, 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 our best are out here suffering and trying their best to try and deal with all these issues in this world that, you know, I mean, I was going through the airport one time and this officer was like, you know, give me a hassle over some weed I had in my bag. And I was like, that's it was in California. I'm like, this is my medicine. I'm like, I have a card here. You can't arrest me for it. You can give it back to me and I'll go put it back in my car. Uh, otherwise, I'm going from cannabis state to a cannabis state. And it doesn't matter. You're just giving your personal opinion. And the guy says to me, you know, something like, well, I just drink coffee. Like, well, that's a great I says to him. Well, that's a great neuroprotectant. That's a very other good, very uh, neurostimulant, neuroprotective substance. You should continue to drink coffee. But I said, you should also start taking away all the other pills that you're taking and replace them with this plant. This, you know, like, like it, it's it's awesome to be able to get in these conversations with people and change their minds. And I hope that we can continue to do that. Thanks to you and the good dudes. Uh, grow podcast and uh, the efforts that you're making for first responders and standing up for your brothers, because that's what this is about. If this is about our brothers, then we need to start saving our brothers. We can't save our brothers out here with this, this, these nerds back here with their beakers trying to figure it out. Good Lord, put it in the ground. It's here. Uh, if we're going to swear on this book, if we're going to, you know, you know, push all these oaths out here in society when we go to court, when we're being governed and all these other things off of this book, right? This book that, that we're saying guides us, then the herbs of the earth being for the benefit of man are what we should be fighting for. And for our first responders, especially because of the neuroprotective and beneficial aspects of cannabis, I can deal with the pain. You're a tough guy. We're all tough guys. We can deal with all these injuries and pain and falling down and getting back up. We get it, okay? But this is the deciding factor up here, and it creates just a complete fog in front of you when you don't have the ability to have control over it. And that's what cannabis provides. It provides an unbelievable control, which is the opposite of what they want you to believe. So, you know, you get back into those conversations, unfortunately. 
Right. Could not have said it any better myself. And just so it makes you feel better, I'm also stalking Eben. He's coming on my show, and I'm also stalking Jim as well. I'm trying to get good. to him. <laughs> so if you could put a little good word in with Jim McMahon, he was my I, – I followed him when I was watching football too at the Bears. So tell him, like, I'm, I'm trying to hit him up. I will. If, if they wanted to follow Kyle, if they wanted to follow your, your, your Revenant, and they wanted to follow you and all your stories and everything, where, they, where could they do that? Um, again, it's a California marijuana company, so, you know, we're out there. Can't You can't buy anything from us online, these things. So ask your local dispensary. Uh, give a call. We're not on Weed Maps and all these things yet. We're working out deals with them, very political and how these whole things work. So um, and expensive as well and, and uh, that. So we're, we're working our way up. We had a great soft launch. We're in probably 20 plus stores across California right now. Um, so make sure from Northern California to Southern California, we got a shop that's close enough to you where you can go get our products. Um, and if you're, you know, not afraid to travel, get on an airplane and fly out there right. uh, with a driver's license. You can purchase cannabis at a recreational market space. And, um, you know, hopefully we're in there. Uh, but Revenant, you know, RevenantMJ.com. Um, I, I created it off watching the, the movie The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. And there's a scene in there where the Indian gives him something, covers him up, you know, after he got attacked by the bear. And, and he comes out of that the next morning after having this full trip, you know, of, uh, you know, going through, remembering all these things. And he you know, was finally asleep. And and uh, he woke up the next morning and came out of that that cave in that frozen environment. And he was a new man and uh, went on to have his revenant, you know, and, and recover his life and get his revenge. And uh, for me and the rest of uh, my brothers, uh, that's. That that's always our goal, right? Especially uh, and and first responders as yep. well. You know, we want that one more down, that one more call. You know, to go be the hero. And um, I, I have those experiences because of cannabis. You know, I was on the freeway, jumping on the freeway the other day, and uh, some woman in her minivan had stalled right in the middle of the freeway um a completely dangerous scenario i i got on an exit i was like time for some superhero shit you know, let's go <laughs> i got off the next exit i put it i gunned it i came back around she was still there and cars were like getting all around and now i mean it's on a freeway and here in nashville is super scary like five, six lanes of cars and nobody was like helping this, this woman. And, and, uh, I just, I came back around. I played the whole scenario out in my head and I just got a good workout in that morning. So I was feeling strong and put, came up behind, put the hazards on, put it in park, ran up to the car, boom, picked it up from behind, grabbed that bumper. And it was kind of on an uphill grade even. And I just muscled that thing like, uh, uh, just getting that and just got it going, started pushing it. Nobody helped. There's <laughs> cars all around. Nobody helped. And I just pushed that whole minivan with that woman in it. She pulled it to the side. And I had to turn around and do a full sprint, like maybe 50 yards back to my truck. And, uh, and the cars <laughs> flying around. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that is so awesome. It was awesome, man. Kyle, I'm going to put all the uh, all the, the social links and everything else, website and into the show notes. I appreciate you taking the time of your day talking with me. It was an awesome 
like, again, I'm honored to have you on my show. Like I said, you, you propelled me into where I am and the mission I'm doing now. And I thank you for it. And I'm super excited for what you and your company are doing and, and everything that you're doing. So just keep it up. Thank you, brother. I truly appreciate it. If you want CBD and know what that's like, go to neuroxpf.com. You can order it straight to your door. It's CBD only, no THC, only CBD, pure CBD, triple tested, 100% pure, straight out of one source in Colorado. None of this trash out here getting diluted from all these other companies. Uh, trust me, if you want to know what CBD is about, go to neuroxpf.com, order it to your doorstep, give it to your grandma, anybody, your kids. Uh, my daughter survived a diabetic uh, scenario that we had no clue that hit us out of left field and she'd be type one diabetic. And they, her numbers were so off the charts that they asked us, what were we giving her? What are we doing with her? Because every other kid would have died in this scenario that she was under. And we told them that we give her CBD daily. And since she's had this decline of feeling bad, we've upped we always up the CBD count. And she didn't go in a coma. She didn't die. And she's doing amazing. So it saved my life. It's now saved my daughter's life. My wife doesn't have cancers anymore, skin cancers for 10 years, no more. I've cured neuropathy with full plant extracts, take RSO oil. Uh, it will change your life and uh, take it every day. And then Revenant, we're just trying to expose these strains out here in marijuana that are truly medicinal based. They make you feel great, which is awesome as well. And uh, why, why shouldn't we have that in this amazing world we live in to get our lives back and start podcasts and companies and give back to people and help save others. So I truly appreciate the opportunity as always. Thank you so much uh, to your, you, know, you, your team, everybody that's um, really pushing hard to keep this thing rolling, this conversation going with uh, first responders and cannabis. I hope that we can get this resolved. Uh, it, it's necessary. It's not just my desire. It is necessary. And uh, I hope these police unions out here uh, listen to this and it gets around and uh, we, we can have uh, all of our brothers still continue to live in you know, have these great productive lives, making great decisions and keeping families together. Thank you, brother. 100%. Thank you, Kyle. You have yourself a great day. You too, man. Take care. Later. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'll have some links for you. So if you're interested in starting your podcast yourself, one of the best places to go is podcast powertrain right now they're doing an, an amazing offer for all their course material if you want to actually help get your uh, show ranked all you got to do is go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash powertrain and you'll get all the information there also if you're looking for a platform not sure which platform to use to record your show on riverside fm is the one we use you can also go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash Riverside. Check them out and you will not be disappointed. Again, thank you for listening to the show and we will see you. Well, we won't see you, but. Good Dudes Grow 2.0. Thank you for tuning in. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained something out of this episode. So make sure you share it with a friend, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Good Dudes Grow 2.0.